The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News. So glad you could join us. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. We have my esteemed host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, who will be with us in just a second. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. Our whole focus of this show is to help you, the people that you may lead, maybe it's your team or family, how do you get more people into the top 10%? And we always try to pick people who are going to be exciting for you, different information. And the reason is if you do just one or two things differently, what we call these micro-initiatives, it can have a macro impact. And so today we're really excited about having Nordin Zureg. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, Nordin. He's got a, a wonderful uh, background, and uh, he's written a, a couple of different books. One is Mind Over Body. His new book we're going to highlight now is It's Not About uh, the Body. And he describes how everybody can find their mental motivation, what he calls the core desire, and then master tools. And we're going to talk about some of these tools, visualization, meditation, affirmation, to keep you on track with your wellness goals. So really, you may want to think about this as executive wellness for you so you can perform at your top. Um, after you develop a foundation, you're able to move on to a, you know inspiring yet uh, effective program to keep you happy, well, and fearless forever. So Nordine has been a fitness coach who helped co-found the Miraval's Life and Balance program. You've heard Kathy and I in the last you know, f- uh, three, four months talk about Miraval. Well, Nordine helped found that uh, with the wellness program and worked with uh, a ton of different celebrities around their wellness. People like Oprah Winfrey, uh, Barbara Streisand, Janet Jackson, Sugar Ray Leonard, um, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, John Kerry. So he's going to be able to impart some of the information that he shared with those folks. You know, how can they be uh, at their best? And uh, he basically teaches the same program in his programs now that have been wildly successful for these clients and himself um, in the past 20 years. And so we're going to give you some, some tips, some tools about um, things that will allow you to perform in your top 10%. Uh, Nordine, aside from starting the program, has also been uh, one of the youngest Mr. Universe. And he's going to talk about a little bit of his background, about you know what did he do to come up uh, get over adversity, and be the uh, star that he is. So, Kathy, welcome. Hello, Relly. I am very, very, very excited today to have two of my favorite people together. And I know we're going to have an outstanding show. Um, we are, you know, so focused these days on mindfulness, consciousness, and integrating well-being into 
our executive development programs. You know, we talk a lot about emotional and social intelligence. And I think today what Nordine brings to the table, which I love, is how to integrate that whole philosophy, you know, this whole idea of a whole person, you know, mm-hmm. not, just, not just the brain, not just the neuroscience, but the whole person into being your best. So it's going to be a great show. And, you know, really, I know um, often uh, we have new folks that listen in. We're, what, we're in 127 cities and 26 countries, and we're getting, you know, like 95,000 downloads per month. So that increases all the time, which is fantastic. But sometimes our new folks don't know why we do the show and why it's important to us. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Sure, Kath. And um, the reason that we do this is, like I said earlier, we want to give you a couple tips that you can do a few things differently. And the reason is, like Kathy said, we talk about emotional and social intelligence. If you think about kind of the key factors that allow you to be successful, you know, how smart you are, technical expertise, and then this whole sense of emotional, social intelligence, you know, which really includes knowing about your body and physical wellness. The key factor that allows people to move up in the organization is more around this factor of emotional intelligence. Yes, we all need to be smart. Yes, you have to have technical expertise. But if you're dealing with anybody different than yourself, you know, if anybody else in your world, which we all have, this is where you really need some of this emotional intelligence. And the good news, Kathy, for our listeners, it only takes a few things. You demonstrate, you exhibit your emotional intelligence in relationships. And often these could be these two- or three-minute conversations it could be saying the right thing and knowing how to say it at the right time, giving feedback to your significant others, to people on your team. And the reason that we, we focus on this is that uh, about 40% of organizations today say they do not have enough uh, new leaders moving into these top positions. And the reason is the baby boomers are retiring, and there's more baby boomers, so bodies are leaving, but they also have higher emotional intelligence, and there's less of the Generation X moving into these top positions. So if you can listen, pull out a few things that you can do differently and your people can do differently, you know, that's really been the goal for this. And, Kat, well, let me just say a word about yeah, you and again. Yeah, I was going to say, I wanted to say a word about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why well, beat you to the punch? I'm going to say a word about you and then I'll, I'll uh-huh. give it over. And uh, this is for our new listeners because anybody who's heard us, you know, you've heard this over and over. But Dr. Kathy Greenberg, uh, she leads executives and entire companies in her proven happiness equals profit. So Kathy has a many different titles, and one of them has been named the first lady of happiness for ABC TV. She's authored multiple popular books you know, on what happy companies know, what happy working uh, mothers know. Her new book, and Kathy, maybe you can say a little bit about kind of exactly where we are with that, Fearless Leaders, really brings in this idea of courage and mindfulness, and almost like you're saying about what Nordine does, this whole sense of your new book that we're really excited about and we've talked on other shows. And you can hear and see more of Kathy's uh, beautiful image at drkathygreenberg.com. She has some videos. She has a free uh, iPhone app that you can again see. Kathy is called Your Happiness Now. So if you go to your... Um, App Store and type in Your Happiness Now, uh, her iPhone, free iPhone app will pop up. And you can get more information from Dr. Kathy Greenberg at www.drkathygreenberg.com. And Kathy and I also share a website that's called Excel, X-C-E-L Institute.com. There you go, Kathy. 
Over You're to so you. Sweet, really. It's it's always such a pleasure to work with you, and we've been doing this now what for eight years. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be doing it for another eight years. But you know, for those of you who have never heard of. Dr. Relly Nadler, you're, you're really missing out because he is uh, one of the super minds of emotional intelligence. Uh, Relly is just an amazing uh, leader in this area, and he is a master-level certified executive coach. He is a psychologist and a corporate leadership and team trainer, and of course, Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And, of course, Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, has become a mainstay for executives around the world, and it provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers, including yourself, across any industry. So it's, a plaque, it's one of those things that's applicable no matter what you're doing, no matter what industry you are in, no matter what level of leadership or management or uh, team formation you're in. And you can visit Dr. Relly Nadler at his website, truenorthleadership.com, for free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence. And he, too, has an iApp. And, again, Relly and I are into creating value for the world, and so our free iApps are given away from the heart to help all leaders everywhere help themselves. So his free iApp is called the Leadership Keys, and you can get it at the iTunes Store. And again, you just go to the iTunes Store and you'll find Leadership Keys by Dr. Relly Nadler. So Relly, um, why don't we talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the data or statistics that might be helpful to our listeners before we bring our wonderful guest, uh, Nordine Zorago, on okay. yeah, and give a little bit grounding on why this is so important. Of course, back over to you. Um, so this idea of getting more people into the top 10%, when if, you can get, if you can get your B player to be an A player, you know, a lot of the research says that they're going to be so much more valuable to your organization than someone in the 89th percentile or below. And so I know a lot of you, you're dealing with the person who is a squeaky wheel, and often when, when Kathy and I are dealing with leaders and managers, we're not dealing with the person who is a B player to be an A player. That's what you want to do. One, they're going to be more valuable. Two, it's easier because they're not that far away. So what are the few things that you can do to kind of to move forward uh, with that? And then, uh, Kathy, there's a lot more that we can say, but maybe uh, you want to talk a little bit about just kind of the set point, and then we'll bring on uh, Nordine. Okay. So uh, for those of you who don't know what set point means, you know, in our world, the science of happiness, positive psychology, a lot of the work that many of the folks that you know by name, like uh, Marty Seligman, Dan Gilbert, uh, Sonia Lubomayersky, Barbara Fredrickson, have been focused on is understanding happiness. And we have come so far in the last decade in our understanding of happiness and where it comes from. And there is a happiness set point. Just like you have a genetic predisposition for eye color or hair color or any kind of um, what we might call medical predisposition. And a set point for happiness means we have a 50-50 chance in most instances to be positive and or to be negative. We call that being a half 
or a glass half empty or a glass half full. And your set point is really a, a formula. But you can increase your set point just like you can increase your well-being with the genetics that you have by improving your thought process. And a set point in the world of happiness, if we assume 50%, okay, is that, that positive set point, 40% of that are the things that you choose to do, the intentional activities that you choose to do. So in today's show, we're going to talk about intentional activities that improve your set point. We're talking to Nordine Zorag, author, speaker, and a world-class champion. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're 
listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. And we're about ready to jump into talking with uh, Nordine Zoreg. And his uh, website is avtarwellness.com. His first name actually is Avtar. We're calling him Nordine, I guess, uh, his middle name. But Avtar, A-V-T-A-R, wellness.com. And uh, Nordine, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. So we always start off with this, and I know because I've already heard this story, that it's, it's so interesting, your background. So maybe tell us a little bit about kind of your background and, and who are some of the people who may have influenced you the most in your career. Well, I think, uh, you know, to start with my background, I was uh, a, uh, born in, a, um, in the back of a truck, of a French army truck uh, in the desert of Sahara, Sahara Desert, from uh, Bedouin parents, North African Bedouin parents. I um, weighed barely two pounds. Wow. And um, I was thrown in the hospital uh, and left for death. Um, I'm going to make this uh, story short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, need a, uh, we need a whole show for the, for the, the story. But, um, you know, long story short, I was, um, uh, my parents immigrated to France to seek medical attention. Um, I spent two years of my life in, in uh, hospitals, and uh, when I was 19 years old, I weighed uh, barely 108 pounds. Wow. Um, bullied, you know, by school um, schoolmates, uh, teachers alike, um, uh, until I was 19 years old, and um, so I needed to do something, and I couldn't live my life that way. So one day I uh, got to... Uh, home and um, I had this uh, Riley had this little ritual that I was doing that was helping me a lot yeah. it was crying you know it was uh, <laughs> my kind of meditation I was not aware of meditation back then uh-huh. I didn't know what it was so I had my own uh, way of dealing with uh, with stuff so I was you know going to my uh, siblings room and uh, bedroom where we, sh- we shared a room um seven siblings in a one bedroom and I would uh, sit in the corner and, and cry, cry, cry. You know how you, when you cry, you, you get stuff out of your chest. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one, one day, um, coming back from school, I was going directly to my room and uh, I saw my uh, siblings watching a television show. It was a gymnast doing the, uh, um, the Iron Cross and I saw this the picture of this perfect body and all of a sudden I asked myself why not me hmm. why cannot be like that why cannot not why cannot not be like that you know what I mean it's 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 something that really stayed in my mind and and started the the premises of my my work you know which we can talk about later on so uh, yes I was uh, you know I was not born to universe I was um, a little uh, sickly baby. I was even uh, diagnosed with rickets when I was uh, a baby. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. I know I, I've heard this before. 
Um, but just that background. So, uh, what was it that uh, that kind of got you into then the bodybuilding, and you know, eventually, you know, you became Mister World and Mister Universe. And kind of tell us a little bit about that. And I think I remember in your book, you, you were the youngest next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's become Mister yeah, Universe. Exactly. Yeah, Arnold and I hold the same title. He was uh, younger than me, and I'm the second younger to uh, ever win the Mr. Universe. So um, how did I start uh, bodybuilding? Well, I didn't want to start bodybuilding, to tell you the truth. I wanted to, to do gymnastics because remember that picture yeah. of that uh, person on TV was a gymnast, so that's what I wanted to do. So uh, the next uh, you know, uh, logical thing to do was to join a gymnastic club. So um, having a lot of uh, low self-esteem, I didn't have enough, I didn't muster the courage to do it on my own and, and join the gym. So I had to knock on, at the neighbor's door and ask uh, uh, the neighbor to come, their, their son to come with me and, and join the gym. So we went both. Uh, he became national champion. I became nothing. Uh, I broke my bones, you know, right and left because I was too skinny for the sport. So, um, I even, you know, uh, one day we were competing and, um, you know how it is, you know, you can, in, in gymnastic, you compete as a team and, and then you, you, you go, um, what, you know, one apparatus after the other and you have two judges that are judging you. And, uh, I was doing the pommel horse and I fell on my, uh, wrist and I broke my wrist. Oh, gee. I remember the judge, one of the judges said, you know, to me, if you don't continue, then your team is going to have, you know, we're going to give you zero, and that's going to hurt your team. Because I didn't want my team to lose, I continued on with a broken wrist. When that was done, we were in the, in the, uh, in the, um, locker room, everybody's celebrating because the team came in second, and uh, they put me in the corner, and they told me, we lost because of you. We, we won, we, we, we were second, but we could have won if, if you, uh, you know, didn't um, screw up. So, you know, uh, I was, needless to say that it was very sad, and my coach came to see me and said, you know what, you really need to do something else. This is not for you. Wow. So I went back home and uh, went to that room again and did my meditation ritual, which is crying. <laughs> yeah. And I had to figure out something. And, um, you know, it dawned to me that I needed, you know, to be more muscular. So I joined the gym, a uh, weightlifting gym. And, uh, you know, there I had my, uh, my ups and downs due to self, low self-esteem, you know, I would wait until people, you know, you know, you, when you use a, a, a machine, you know, you go to the gym, you use the machine, and uh, somebody else is one to, 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 to use it, you just let them use it, right? Right. Well, for me, I had to wait until everybody is actually, you know, uh, finished with their workout to be able to use the machine. Because I was projecting that low self-esteem rally. Uh-huh. I was telling them to, to treat me the way, yeah. you know, uh, I was treated. It's, yeah. It was my fault, projecting uh-huh. that low self-esteem. Anyway, um, all of this, these things, you know, growing in your mind and heart, you know, you, 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 you suffering and, 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 and at the same time you're trying to find an answer, you know, I think, you know, the fact that I was so angry at myself and angry at other people, um, I, there was no way I could not 
seek within for an answer. Uh-huh. You know, and because of that, I uh, gathered enough, you know, uh, willpower, so to speak, um, that you know led me to, in three and a half years, to go from nothing, uh, little scrawny, nineteen-year-old, um, one hundred eight pounds, um, to you know, Mister France, Mister Europe, Mister World, Mister World Overall Champion, and Mister Universe. You know. Nordine, that that's very powerful. You know, you, you talk about the the bones not being capable of withstanding, <clears throat> pardon me, the impact of what you were doing. At 19, you weighed 108 pounds. How, what was the, you know, you have a new book that you've been working on called It's Not About the Body. And I think that's so powerful because if you think about what a 19-year-old young man who weighs 108 pounds, has to go through to reach the success that you did. What, what were the one or two things you can tell our audience really captivated your heart, motivated you to, to pursue this? And, and how did you what, – what, what, what did you weigh – when you became your first, you know, when you got this first award, what, you know, you were Mr. France, Mr. World, Mr. Universe. And, and how, like, how did you get there? What, what were some of the steps you used to get there? You know, uh, at first I always thought that, uh, you know, I got where I got to, to be because of willpower. And then I soon discovered that it was not true. Willpower is, is, is just a byproduct of what I'm going to, uh, you know, um, tell you now, and uh, I base all that, I mean, everything that I've done, everything that I've achieved um, is based on one thing, in one quote um, that I'm going to tell you in in the audience, uh, and it is, um, if you uh, want to know what you've been doing in the past, look at your body now. If you want to know what you're going to be doing in the future, look at your mind now. Hmm. So what does that mean? Well, it simply means that if we look at my own story, and I'm sure that, you know, a lot of us, uh, most of us have uh, their own story, you know, the degree of sufferance and, and, and uh, hurdles is different, um, you know. Not everybody, you know, is born, you know, in the back of a truck like, uh, like I was, uh, you know, born. Not everybody weighed two, two, two pounds of birth. Not everybody got beaten up, you know, uh, for years by schoolmates and teachers. Um, I had a lot of stuff, you know, and, you know, I know more than one person with that, that kind of stuff that could have, you know, committed suicide, you know, and, 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 but for me, you know, I switched completely from the outer world, from what was making me suffer, to the inner world where everything was peaceful. You know, remember that ritual that I was doing? That saved my life. Hmm. You're crying. You know, yeah. instead, instead of doing drugs like most of you know, look, I went back to Europe, uh, to France where, where I grew up, and... and Three-quarter of the, the people that I grew up with are either dead or in jail. Wow. Okay. Well, and so, so to sum up, you know, I had to go deep within myself to find the answer. Well, we're going to come right back to that, Nordine, because that is such a deep 
and compelling thought. I know that our audience wants to hear more and learn more, so don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're not only talking to a top performer here, um, Nordine that we're talking with Zurich, you know, has been Mr. France, Mr. Uh, Europe, Mr. World, and Mr. Universe, and, uh, and was able to make that transformation from, you know, at 19 years old being 108 pounds and at 22 and a half, you know, holding, you know, many of those titles. So we're talking today about, you know, executive wellness. Uh, Nordine has a new book coming out called It's Not About the Body. And even during the break, Nordine, we were talking about, so, and you said it's not about the exercise, 
And in your book, you have this term, inner size. So it's the inner work. So tell us about, you know, what, what was the inner work that, that you can identify that's really uh, propelled you to being this top performer? Yes, yes. You know, uh, first, you know, before we, uh, we get into that, is, I'm going to tell you a story about visualization. Okay. You know, I did not know what visualization was. I mean, I barely knew my name when I was 19 years old. I didn't know any of the of, of stuff that people know now. So visualization is something I stumbled upon accidentally. I had a, um, in my parents' house, um, there was an attic, and I built a pulley. You know, and because uh, I couldn't afford to go to the gym, so I, I was using that pulley, and uh, on the wall there was a picture of a Mister Universe that looked like me. The reason I chose that picture is because the person looked like me, and of course it was not me. It was a I was you know a, a fan. You know, it, he he was my idol. So I put that picture on the wall, and you know. Three hours, three years later, I became Mr. Universe. And guess who was competing next to me on stage? <laughs> that guy, sure. That guy. And guess who I beat? Uh huh. That guy. So I didn't know it was, you know, that, that's what I was doing, visualization. Every time I came in, that, uh, you know, and I was there every day, two or three times, you know, a day. So. That was powerful, you know. It's funny when I when I uh, um, started learning more about visualization. You know, I, I said to to people like, you know, I used to do this, but I did it accidentally, like the meditation, the crying. That was my form of meditation. Mm-hmm. So meditation, visualization, affirmation are all things that are going to propel you to where you want to go. Remember, it's not about uh, the body. It's all about the body is just a a servant of, of the mind, you know? It's just the servant. The body does not create anything, you know? The spirit is perfect, does not need to create anything. What creates, the only thing that creates is the mind, and it creates whatever you focus on, you know? Right. In my case, I, you know, I was eager to get out of, of, of my misery. You know, I was eager to, to become something, to become someone. I was eager to, to help myself, you know. So what did I do? I focused on my inner self, and I started exercising, doing meditation, you know, visualization. I was, I was, you know, looking, you know, at, you know, pictures, of people I want to become like, um, you know, and uh, I even at some instances, you know, cut the the, 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 the picture of a body and put my face on it, um, you know, but I was doing that, you know, in the morning, at night, at lunch, you know, and, and as far as affirmations, you know, they're simple. My affirmations were simple. You know, I am Mr. Universe by... Hmm. And just fill fill in the blank. I am Mr. Europe by fill in the blank. You know, you know, Jordan, as, as you're talking here, I'm thinking this is this is a visualization process, obviously, that many people have been practicing who are very successful professionals. 
I mean, John Astaroff talks about it in The Secret. I know you've worked with John. Uh, mm-hmm. Many sports athletes that I have worked with uh, over the years, uh, you know, really we've had several sports athletes on our show. Uh-huh. They talk about doing this visualization, you know, putting the picture of the person they want to be most like on their ceiling so at night when they go to bed they're looking at it. Let me ask you, what are the, what are the three biggest things, the three top things that every leader can do to be successful using some of these wonderful um, motivational internal types of insights that you're talking about? Just, like, give us two or three. I think that, uh, you know, to be successful in anything, you need to find out why you're doing it in the first place. You know, and I think, you know, you need to develop some sort of a love. You know, there's a saying that I like to say, you know, uh, to, to tell people about and to, you know, ask them to remember that, is that everything that comes from a place of love, everything that we do that comes from a place of love is correct and divine, meaning that we cannot, it, it, it cannot be a mistake. Everything that stems from love that we do is correct. So, this being said, I would say that the three things that, you know, leaders, in order to be successful in whatever they do, and I'm saying not only, you know, the business side of their, of their, of their life, but everything, you know, uh, uh, health, relationship, you know, business, and, and, and the like. One is to make sure that, you know, whatever they're doing, they ask themselves, am I doing this? you know, uh, in a place of love, or am I doing this in a place of, you know, fear? So three things that that are important is, one, take care of your health. Health is the most important thing in success, in whatever we do. You know, we we can be successful, and if we don't have, you know, uh, uh, our health, then I don't think I can call this success. Okay, so what comes under uh, uh, health? Well, fitness, wellness, nutrition, um, meditation, visualization, affirmations. Then the second one is look outside and see if, you know, um, if there's nothing, I mean, Balance, life and balance. I mean, about we taught life and balance. Why did we, we teach life and balance? Because most people that came there were either successful in business and not successful in anything else in their lives or the opposite. So look outside and, and see if there is something you can do to, to balance your life. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So, so the first one is health and fitness, oneness in general. The second one is trying to find out if there's something else you can, you can, you can do to balance your life. And the third one, I would say to me, that's the, the most important thing is helping. Helping whoever needs help. Hmm. Every day of our life, we need to understand one thing, is that we're not here for ourselves only, you know, and, and see if we can do something that is going to be meaningful and helping 
someone, somehow, okay. every single day. I think these are the three things for me that are most important. Health, wellness, fitness, um, balancing our lives, and um, helping. Okay, that's great. Well, so... Um Give us an idea, like how long would you you do that for? Um, you know, especially when you're talking about the visualization and affirmation. I remember hearing things like, you know, people spend one or two times more time doing that than the actual physical, like mental rehearsal versus physical rehearsal. Is there is there a kind of a ratio that you found that's been successful for you? Yeah, twenty minutes is more than enough, Riley. Uh huh. Okay. 20 minutes for the inner, in, 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 inner sizing, 20 minutes is, is great. I mean, I like to, 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 to say that five minutes is good to visualize, you know, and 15, 20 minutes, you know, meditation, you know, and randomly, you know, people like to say that, uh, you know, in the, in the, this is now not, not a, um, a, you know, a secret. It's out. Everybody, you know, talks about visualization, affirmation, meditation, you know, and, um, and I think <laughs> maybe too much. But, um, for me, you know, it, 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 five minutes visualization is enough, uh, 15, 20 minutes and, and uh, uh, after, meditation, and then it. the rest affirmation throughout the day. You know, what I found in my practice is, you know, because I have an avid meditator, do you do it at the end of your meditation, you know, so you first get the relaxed mind? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and that seems to work pretty well. Yeah, because when you relax, you know, you're more inclined to be more creative and, and, and stuff that comes into your mind and heart stay there. Yeah. Now, I just want to pause on this for a second because this is a critical kind of juncture, I think, for most people who are listening to this. We talked about intersizing, okay? Is this, is this a term that you created, Nordine? No, inner-sizing, you know, I think we cannot, I mean, I don't even know who, I think I've heard it first from John Asraf. Uh, he might he might have coined the term or, or heard it from someone else, but it's pretty much, you know, now uh, an, a term that a lot of people use. Okay. So, but intersizing then, just like an exercising routine has qualities to it, it has steps to it, techniques, just like Relly's book on emotional intelligence has tools and techniques. I want to make sure that before we leave today's show that we provide our audience with ways they can find more of the intersizing techniques that you find so important to development. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most 
leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next-level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back, and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. So, welcome back to Leadership Development News, and we've been speaking to Nordine Zorag, who is in the middle of a new book, which will be out in 2015, called It's Not About the Body. And, Nordine, we've been talking about things that executives, people who are really into their overall well-being, need to think about and do. And you had a, a, a tip and some techniques here. When I go to the gym, I often do my cardio first, and then I do my, my weight training. Is that the right way to do it, or is there a better way to do it? Well, there's a better way to do it, you know. Uh, it's not the wrong way, but I think, you know, if you are really uh, concerned about, you know, being fit and doing the things uh, the right way, you should be doing 
cardio after strength training. The reason for that is that when you do cardio training, you deplete your glycogen level, which is uh, what you use to uh, um, as an energy when you do strength training. And so if you do, uh, say, 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, uh, whatever, of cardio, and then you do strength training, you have no more uh, glycogen left. And, and so you're going to end up uh, in catabolism, catabolizing your muscles. Uh, and and that means um, you're you know eating your own muscles because your 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 body is going to tap into your muscles to get some you know glycogen and um, that's not what what you want to do. So what what you said wow. that was magic for me to hear a little tip like that. You 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 will burn more fat if you exactly. do the, if you do um, the weights first. And then do the aerobic, and I've been doing the opposite for you know twenty years. Not only you burn more fat, but you speed up your metabolism as well. So that's a great tip. So hopefully our listeners hear that because you know, we, you know, here here you're working out and, and trying to be efficient, and, and you just gave us a great tip to actually you know burn more fat and, and to be more uh, effective instead of instead of burning through your muscles. Absolutely. You know, you know the now fitness. There's so much, so many modalities out there, Riley and Kathy. Uh, that you know, sometimes it's, it's it's mindless. It's 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 not very mindful. You know, and uh, hmm. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that has been done, but it's been done nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said something during during the break. Uh, you know about fitness uh, being obsessed, uh, fitness obsession, obsession versus mm-hmm. mindful fitness. Yeah, so I can give you an example uh, about that. You know, um, not long ago I was hired, you know, I get hired by people around the world to uh, you know, evaluate their fitness and wellness and then put them on a program and then hold them accountable uh, via coaching. Um, and so uh, I flew to uh, New York and uh, evaluated this corporate client, uh, you know, $150 million a year uh, company, the CEO of the company, um, 300 pounds, uh, obviously was trying to do fitness uh, as he understood it was best for him. And so when I evaluated him, uh, you know, 8 a.m., um, waking up, uh, drinking two glass, uh, two cup of coffee, going to the gym right away, doing 15 minutes of cardio, and jumping into the weight for 15 minutes, uh, all um, with answering his phone about, say, in that session, I was observing, uh, remember, so I was not training him, so I allowed him to show me what he was doing. And so he probably answered his phone 20 times during the workout. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying, you know, um, <laughs> This is, that's you know, a, but Nordine, really, that's not uncommon. Don't we all do that? Yeah, well, I don't. So I think, you know, we need to understand one thing is that if you are really, if you really love yourself, if you really truly love yourself, not, I'm not talking about people, you, if you love yourself and you know that you're going to the gym to take care of yourself, then why are you giving your time to others? Why are you answer, answering the phone? Mm. You, 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 you catering to people's needs. Why? So you need to, to you know, to, to schedule your appointment with yourself. Say, 8 a.m. Kathy O'Reilly's time at the gym from 8 to 9. Therefore, I will not answer my phone. I will leave it in the locker room. If you have an emergency, you know, you can keep it with you, but put it on vibrate and, and answer it, you know, as needed. 
That's it. And so, and, 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 and do the things that, you know, correctly, not, you know, in a mindless way. That's what I call mindfulness, is yeah. to listen to your body. Listen to what your body tells you. Mm-hmm. Not because, because of someone telling you to, to do this or that, you know, you need to listen to your own self. If there's a pain in your lower back, and you're doing things that are not conducive to, to, to your lower back to, to help you heal. Why are you doing that? That's because you're not listening. Yeah. So let me ask you, Nordine, you know, one of the things for most of our folks is going to be around motivation. You said kind of the why. Any tips around kind of the willpower? Um, you know, I've often told people, you know, they say, well, I'll see how I kind of feel when I wake up in the morning. And say, so, yeah, you need to make a decision now. You know, you can't you yeah. can't decide how you're going to feel in the morning and then do it. But what kind of what kind of tips do you offer people about motivation for working out and for doing their you know meditation and all that? You know, when they may want to do it, but they they don't they don't do it. Well, you know, exercise is not something you want to intellectualize. Mm-hmm. It's 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 uh, something that you do. You know, you just do it. You know, be be fitness. You know, be what you want to become, meaning that if you know that you need to work out like we all do, then, like I said earlier, schedule yourself and don't question that. Just show up. Once you show up, drive yourself to the gym or do it at home. Once you show up, you're most likely to finish your workout. But never, never let your old conditioning come back and, and tell you, you know, you should not be doing it now, or you can do it later at the end of the day, you know. Your willpower is going to be, the willpower is like a muscle, okay? If you do all things, you know, before your workout, then you're not going to have enough willpower to do that. So do it first in the morning if you can, and uh, don't intellectualize the process. There's nothing to intellectualize. Just get in the gym. Yeah. You know, I think the other side of that is, you know, everybody always feels better after they exercise. And so, you know, and use that to say, oh, I don't know if I want to do it now. And say, wait a minute, you know, what do I, what do I know is I'm always going to feel better. So let me use that as motivation versus, well, I don't know if it's the right time or I don't really feel like it now. You always feel better afterwards. Well, you know, remember this, you know, uh, your body is meant to be in motion. Period. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, you know, that you need to be moving, then, you know, you know you're going to, you know, exercise. You know, if you sit down in your office, uh, you're not going to get up and go to exercise. Once you're in the office, forget it. You know? Yeah. But yeah. do it before. And then and, and, and if you do it after work and you're going home, try to do it before you get home. Because if you say to yourself, I'm going to go home and get changed, Guess what? Mm-hmm. Forget it. You're not going to do it. And do you so, find that most people who who stay with it are are, are more consistent? Do it early in the morning because just less. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Most people do it. Yeah, they're more consistent early in the morning. Yes. Okay. Well, I true. just want to make sure that everybody has your website, uh, Nordine. It's www.avtarwellness.com. That's A V T A R Wellness. Nordine, this has been amazing, so energizing, so helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, you're welcome, Nordine. 
Thank you so much. So this has been Leadership Development News to help you tune up your performance and listen it again next week as we have more exciting folks uh, each time giving you some different tips to tune in to tune up. Thank you. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.